And we are back. Welcome back to The Quest and 1160. I am Dom Vlano. I am joined here with Father Kevin and Father Charles. How are you two doing today? Great, thank you. Doing great. Glad to be here. And so I can probably start with Father Kevin Peek. Uh, where are you from? I was uh, born up north, but I moved down here when I was two years old. So pretty much Decatur is uh, everything I've always known. Mm. Good, so from Decatur. And how about you, Father Charles? I was born in Columbus, Georgia, and raised in Newnan, Georgia. Awesome. I uh, haven't been to either of those places. Actually, um, over in... Actually, I haven't been over there at all. So even though I live here in Georgia, too, I just haven't been around at all like recently. But uh, those seem like nice places. Newnan has some beautiful old homes. Yeah. The was, old south. It was one of those communities that was not burned during the Civil War. But it was recently struck by a terrible tornado, so there's a lot of damage subsequent to that. But so something had to happen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, so Father, Father Kevin, you said you were born up north. And I was like, I was born up north too. We were probably neighbors. <laughs> yeah, because it's just such a small place. Yeah, I was right. born up north, Minnesota. Right. North, uh, uh, yeah, northern yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Not, no, not quite that far. Further, uh, a little further east than that. <laughs> a little Long, further. Long Island. This is awesome. Yeah. Folks, this is our pleasure. Having we're coming. It's our final hour of the day of our second day, and we're going to need your help. We are so excited. We have in studio with us Father Kevin Peake and Father Charles Bird, right? I said, right? And we're going to need your calls. I'm going to give you the phone number now because what we're going to talk about is going to be so much fun. You're going to say, well, I don't want to call because I'm going to miss something. So here's the phone number. 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. Or you can give online thequestatlanta.com. Father Kevin Pete, can you tell me what, what's your parish or where, what are you, work are you doing right now? Yeah, so uh, presently I'm living at All Saints in Dunwoody, uh, but I am covering the prison ministry, the hospital ministries, the VA, the airport. I'm a supply priest. I'm covering the Anglican ordinariate, and I'm also still an, an Army National Guard chaplain. So in my free time. I couldn't write that down. <laughs> Can you say that again? No, yeah. Go ahead. In your free time, yeah. Yeah, just pretty much covering everything. So uh, anything that's the leftovers. Wow, awesome Army National Guard. So thank you for your service. Yes, My son is the in the Air National Guard, but it, I sure yeah. appreciate uh, having the priest there. He was in uh, he was in uh, Florida, Pensacola, Florida, for an entire year for for training, and he just got back in in August. And uh, he was just uh, he said it's it's like home walking and being able to go to mass yeah. um, and have our pastors, our priests there. So thank you for your service Amen. to our to our men Amen. and our women, and Amen. thank you for yours. And also, uh, Father Charles Bird, what are, where are you at? What are you working on? I'm presently the pastor at Mary Our Queen Catholic Church in Peachtree Corners, Georgia. It's in Gwinnett County, and I've been there for a number of months, so I'm still getting to know everyone and still finding out where the light switches go to what and how, what doors go to where. So I'm still getting to know folks. All right. So, folks, if you are at All Saints, where Father uh, Kevin is at, or if you uh, are, you know, if you have benefited from the prison ministry, I've heard, I've been able to talk to many deacons and priests about uh, prison ministry work, hospital ministry, Army National Guard. If you're in the armed forces, we need you to call in in honor of the work that Father Kevin Peak is doing. And if you're at Mary Our Queen Parish, uh, Father Charles Bird is your man. Do you other parishes you've been at, at Father? I was previously I was at Our Lady of the Mountains in Jasper, Georgia, for twelve and a half years. Mm. It's up in the mountains. We just heard about that. Were you the the one who put the organ in up there and did a refurbishing of the church, or was that that previous? was with Steve Conson's help? Yes, it was. Very good. And uh, it's another. It's a lovely parish. There's lots of art, and it's a great little cultural treasure in in North Georgia. Awesome. So Mary, our Queen of Mary, our queen, is the parish. Is the parish in Peachtree Corners. Yep. And before that, I was at Our Lady of the Mountains. Our Lady of the Mountains. If these are your parishes, folks, your pastors, your priests are in the room. Give us a call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or give online, thequestatlanta.com. We have 
normally a $3,000 goal this hour, but we have two heavy hitter priests in the studio, so we're just going to do a $10,000 goal just because they're so awesome. <laughs> we'll just put it out there. Let's see what the Holy Spirit wants to do with hey, it. Hey, you know, the scriptures say you do not have because you do not ask. So there we let's go. Ask. Let's ask. The pressure is on. Let's see if we can make $10,000 this hour, folks. And you know what, Sandra? In honor of Father Peak, she's going to kick us off this uh, this hour. Sandra, thank you for calling in. Also online, Martin giving in honor of Father Curry and or sorry Matt Curry and Father Peak. So he uh, our previous host last hour and uh, Father mm-hmm. Peak this hour. So online. Also Matt giving online in honor of Father Peak and the commitment of all ordained priests. So both of you uh, getting some kudos there. Online Aurora gave a nice gift and oh actually I'm sorry. Matt's online gift was a leadership gift. So thank you for that. We're going to need a number of those leadership gifts, and we're going to do 10,000 this hour, folks. Um, Also, Gail giving a nice gift in honor of Heidi, who was a guest a couple of hours ago. So thank you you for that, Gail. There you go. And Matt checking in. uh, Thank you for your gift. Well, that was actually Matt. All right. So Matt was our co-host for the last two hours, and he said when he stepped away, he was going to up his monthly gift, and so he upped his monthly gift. So Matt, thank you so much for that. Folks, again, that challenge out there, if you've given yesterday and today, and it was a one-time gift, I'm going to ask you to consider making that a monthly gift. Step out in an act of faith and say, Lord, I'm pledging to the quest for the next 12 months, and I'm going to make you the guarantor of that pledge. Amen. He will step up. He will step up to that challenge. Give us a call, 470-508-1160. He's already stepped up to that challenge. He wants to do it for you. You just have to ask for it. Or give online, thequestatlanta.com. My name is Steve Splonskowski in studio here with two great priests, Father Kevin Peak and Father Charles Bird. All right, so where are we going to start? We're going to talk about saints because our theme is saints, heroes for all time. And we've talked before the we came on here. Um, I'm pretty excited about these topics. So where should we start? Should we start with the Georgia Martyrs or Father Emil Capon? Who wants to kick it off? Padre. All right. Oh, man. Father, Emil, <laughs> Father Capon. I was about to pitch it Charles's way because uh, <laughs> even though I'm from the north, I love the south, man. I love to hear all well, the good we'll things about We'll get to them eventually. All about right. uh, our saints down here. So Father Capon, um, neat thing about him, he was a chaplain in the U.S. Army. Uh, in World War II and in Korea. He was from Wichita, Kansas, actually a small town called Pilsen, Kansas. Um, And he was asked to join the army uh, by his bishop to help out in World War II, but he requested to go back in, not knowing Korea was going to kick off. He requested to go back in and continue serving our armed forces, uh, and they stationed him in Japan just before the North Koreans uh, came down in and, and uh, invaded South Korea. And, um, and of course, then the Chinese followed them. And in that ensuing battle, uh, Father Capon had been sent with the uh, first cab uh, over to uh, try to push back against them. Uh, they did not predict the surge by the Chinese, and so 20,000... Chinese soldiers surrounded a thousand of our troops uh, who basically had to fight their way in retreat. Um, There's a lot of technical uh, flexes to the story, but suffice it to say uh, that Emil, Father Emil Capon, he had actually gotten away. He was part of the group that had broken out and gotten away, but he went back to take care of the wounded and the dying. He knew that they were going to need him. He kind of had a a moment of conscience, and he went back. And so he was captured. They were marched for 30 or 40 miles through ice and snow in summer uniforms. Uh, The Chinese, uh, if if you fell out on the march, they just shot you. And after the first incident, uh, Father Capon began to insert himself between the guards and the fallen soldiers and inspire everyone to create litters or carry people on their back or do whatever was necessary to bring everyone through. And he kept that motivational spirit uh, even in the prison camp. So he was there. Uh, he was 
finding ways to even steal food for uh, from the prisoner from the guards to serve the uh, starving prisoners, or he'd sneak out into the village and get food. Um, he tended to their illnesses. He found ways to create little pots to boil water uh, when they had dysentery. He sang. He'd have everybody sing hymns every night, and um, and the communist tried to brainwash the prisoners uh, with these indoctrination classes. And he would sit in the front and just tear them down. Everything they were saying, he would, you know, refute with uh, teachings of the church or you know, real true political uh, um, principles for the the good of humanity uh and he, and in doing so he kept up the spirits of all the prisoners uh and they loved him um whether they were catholic or not they loved him um it was actually a jewish uh prisoner who carved a crucifix for father capon to use because he just so admired him and appreciated what he was doing of course the communists didn't like him and um he got sick and the prisoners hid his sickness from the guards, and he was actually getting better. The doctors who survived this prison camp said he was getting better, but the communists found out about his illness, and they said, oh, we have to take him to the hospital. And, of course, that was code word for, you know, the death chamber. Uh, and so they carried him out. The, the prisoners fought, you know, protested. But Capon looked at one of them and said, I'm going where I've always wanted to go. And when I get there, I will pray for you. Hmm. Wow. So, If you're just joining us, you're hearing the, the voice of Father Kevin Peek. We're talking about Father Emil Capon and his story, his, his sacrifice. So, uh, you know, if, so, so what happened next, Father? <laughs> I so want to hear what's he was, going on. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, a few days later, he did succumb, um, whether it was to the pneumonia or whether it was to starvation. No one is quite sure. Um, and his body, they had a mass grave for all the prisoners that died. Uh, but the Chinese respected him so much, even though they hated him and wanted him dead, really. Uh, they respected him so much that they actually put his body off to the side. Uh, and so when American forces years later were allowed to collect all these bodies and, and, uh, and bring them back to Hawaii where they are painstakingly and carefully identified, um, they found 97% of Father Capon's body. And they just found him back in April, uh, and they flew him back to Wichita where, you know, his home diocese, and we just had the funeral two weeks ago. So it was just this huge homecoming and uh, recognition of a Medal of Honor winner from the from the U.S. Army's point of view, and a potential saint from the Catholic Church's point of view. He's already a servant of God, which is the first step towards sainthood, and they're working on his case for uh, uh, venerable. Wow, folks, we have a great, great leaders, great examples, and as we said, saints, heroes for all time. Of course, it's Father Capon, and he's as you say, he's venerable. He's a servant of God. Servant of God. First, yeah. first level. And so the next it's, step. Uh, it's servant of God, venerable, uh, blessed, yeah. and saint. Okay, very good. So there'll be next steps coming up, mm -hmm. looking probably for some miracles in, in, his, in his name. Amen. And, and, that and stuff. I can tell you that I had a young man at my parish, I don't know, a number of years ago who wanted his name for a confirmation name, and I allowed it. Yeah, <laughs> very good. I don't even know if he was a servant of God then. It was just like... You know, he's going to be a saint. So. Yeah. Servant of God, Father Emil Capon. And so that that is one of the great saints we're talking about today. Folks, who is your favorite saint? Who is your favorite saint? We're going to continue to talk about more saints, more saints but in order, to, it's kind of like, this is kind of like a machine. you got to put a quarter in it so we can keep talking. And if that phone line rings, I get to keep talking to the fathers here about these stories. But if it doesn't, uh, then I have to keep giving you the phone number. So yeah, give me a quarter, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or give online thequestatlanta.com. Father, Father Kevin Peake, uh, tell me a little bit. Let's, let's, the listeners are in there thinking, well, well, why should I support the Quest? Can you give yeah. them a reason to support the Quest? 
Yeah, you know, I was, and I was actually thinking that was a great segue to uh, get back to radio. Um, ironically, the only recordings we have of Father Capon were his chaplain minutes. He did uh, one each day for eight days on the Beatitudes on the radio in Korea. And people saved those, and and we have that uh, that spiritual inspiration that he gave to the troops and to the civilians across Korea. Now, of course, they were facing um, the horrors of war and 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 the violence and terrorism of that. I mean, we're, we're facing a lot today in our own country, and that voice, you know, coming through all the other noise and chatter coming through the darkness and fear, that voice of calm, uh, joyful truth uh, being reiterated uh, just has that power to uh, convict and and to strengthen and to solidify our people in their faith, in their uh, in their families, in their you know, communities, in their walk with God and with each other. And, uh, you know, as I said, the, the the United States Army puts a lot of interest into that type of broadcasting because they know how valuable that is. The Vatican, you know, we heard for so many years, Vatican Free Europe, you know, or, or Radio Free Europe, and and the and the Vatican Radio going through uh, various parts of Russia. Um, you know, all of that is to say that the voice and power of radio still subsists today in bringing hope. Well, and actually, er, earlier we had uh, uh, Father, uh, we could hear Father, who do we have on? Father Tim Nadolsky. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. said they had a station in Atlanta, or sorry, in Athens when he was up there. And he said his first thought was, why are we giving this money to radio? I mean, why are we wasting the money? And he said, I had, he said, then the first person walked into the confessional, and afterwards I asked him, you know, why are you here? And he said, Catholic radio. And he said, and then that happened over and over and over. And people said, I'm, it's been 20, 30 years, and I'm, and I'm here because of Catholic Radio. And he said, wait a minute. we got to keep doing this. I've heard that story over yeah. and over again. So, folks, we are here to. Now, we can't save souls, but the Lord can. And we're here to invite others into an encounter with Christ because he then draws us to That's himself. Right. So we are a tool uh, that the Lord is using Catholic Radio to draw others to himself, to remind others ourselves actually even on a daily basis but others who uh, are out there wondering what is truth what is life about well life is about relationship with christ and we're here to remind you so help us continue to be reminded and to remind others of this relationship with christ give us a call 470-508-1160 470-508-1160 or give online the quest atlanta.com well uh, i when I did this last year, um, I believe it was last year, maybe it was two years ago, uh, I gave for 36 months. I signed on for 36 months. And when you opened with Matt raising his monthly commitment, that was kind of a challenge to me. So uh, I have to think about that when we get this hour done and, and go out and maybe uh, rewrite my uh, my commitment. So I encourage all those listening. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a believer. I'm a supporter. And uh, I'd love you to, to join us in this effort. That's the voice of Father Kevin Peak. if you're just joining us, and he's calling you out. Here's the phone number, 470-508-1160, or give online thequestatlanta.com. I do want to thank Marianne uh, for calling in and giving a gift. Thank you, Marianne. That's a very nice gift. Also, Laura called in in memory of Father Kevin's brother, Father Joe. Amen. Can you, uh, Another uh, potential saint in our midst. Yeah. Yes. And so are you... Can you tell us about your brother, Father Joe, Father yeah. Kevin? I'm, yeah, we're I can coming come back to it. Break here. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all, yeah, that's all right. He, uh, he was a priest of the diocese um, for many years. Right before he got ordained, he was diagnosed with leukemia, and he got a uh, bone marrow transplant, which technically cures the leukemia. But um, unfortunately, a lot of people end up having adverse reactions to the bone marrow transplant. And Joe was uh, one of those people. And um, it ended up uh, wreaking havoc on his skin to where he ended up looking like that statue that somebody made based on the Shroud of Turin, the statue of Christ, where he's just shredded. Um, and Joe lived like that for, for years, uh, years on end, um, just all kinds of difficulty and suffering. But 
continued to minister, continued to reach out to people uh, using social media, using whatever means he had, um, and just really a voice for all those who are suffering um, and a companion to all those who are suffering. Um, and he lived it all the way to the end. Um, he died in March of 2016. Wow. Well, thank you for that call, Laura, in honor of Father Joe. Amen. Father Joe Peak. Thank you, Laura. Folks, um, you know, it, the, the sacrifices that our priests make for, for us, um, it's always inspiring. And so thank you, Father, for your sacrifice. Father Charles Bird and Father Kevin Peake in studio here with us this hour. Uh, we are going to step away for a little break at the bottom of the hour so you can give us your phone call, 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or give online thequestatlanta.com. Who is your favorite saint? Saints, heroes for all time. On the other side of this break, we're going to come back and talk about some of the Georgia martyrs. We have Father Charles Bird's going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, if you are uh, from All Saints Parish, if you are familiar with the prison ministry, hospital ministry, if you're part of the armed forces, uh, are you a parishioner at Mary, our Queen, or Our Lady of the Mountains? Hey, this is your hour. We have a $10,000 goal this hour. We are not going to make it without your help. Here's where we're at. I'll give you an update, and then we're going to step away and let you call in. So far, we raised $1,500 this hour, um, but we've got 30 minutes left, and we can make it with your help. We've raised $1,500. We have a $10,000 goal. Give us a call, 470-508-1160. Oh, by the way, did I mention that those $10,000 are going to be matched dollar for dollar? So this would be actual $20,000 hour, folks. Let's go. Let's do this. Dollar for dollar match let's up to ten grand. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or online thequestatlanta.com. We will be right back. The Quest presents a daily dose of virtue with Jay Tremonti from Venture with Virtue. Lance is a friend and successful entrepreneur in Louisiana. His faith was simply checking the box by going to Mass on Sunday. Then God brought him back through the power of the sacraments. And upon his return, Lance got busy doing mission work in Mexico and Africa, volunteering in hospices and counseling addicts. Then God woke him up again during adoration to his primary vocation as a husband and a father. At first, it didn't make sense, but God clarified things. I don't think Lance is alone. Many of us might not realize that being a husband or wife or father or mother is actually a vocation and a primary responsibility. Or perhaps we do know this, but we've gotten distracted with life. Either way, the quote that clarified things for Lance from St. Teresa of Calcutta is a perfect homework assignment for us all. If you want to save the world, go home and love your family. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Born in Tours, France in the year 370, St. Bryce was an orphan who was raised by St. Martin of Tours. Although known for being vain, overly ambitious, and short-tempered, St. Martin remained patient with him. Eventually, Bryce would experience a drastic change of heart and would go on to secede Martin as Bishop of Tours. Once he was ordained Bishop, Bryce would unfortunately return to his old ways, becoming steeped in secularism, vanity, and vice. Bryce was exiled to Rome, and in the seven years he spent there, he repented and underwent a thorough change in his lifestyle. St. Bryce was eventually reinstated as Bishop of Tours and ruled with such humility and holiness, people adored and respected him long before his death. His feast day is November 13th, and he is the patron saint of stomach aches and ailments. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. AM 1160 The Quest is your metro-wide Atlanta Catholic radio station. Our programming is rooted in the teachings of the Catholic Church and helps listeners learn new and fascinating aspects of our faith. Here at The Quest, our mission is simple and powerful, to invite, inform, and inspire listeners to embrace their journey of faith through the beauty of the Catholic Church. The Quest team continues to hear wonderful testimonies from listeners all around Atlanta. One listener shared, The Quest helps me grow my faith every day I listen. Every day, I feel the Holy Spirit talking to me through the quest. If I have a question, it seems like the answers come to me through this Catholic radio station in a timely manner. 
I enjoy the programming, and yes, it has changed me. It's definitely changed me. None of this would be possible without listeners just like you. We are a 100% listener-supported station. A donation of any amount helps to cover the ongoing operational expenses. Your donation is helping to bring your fellow Catholics and Christians closer to Christ. To donate, visit thequestatlanta.com. song but we're a band of brothers but not that kind of band it's kind of a fun song i wish i had my guitar right now folks thank you for joining us for our pleasure this is our final hour of our second day we have a ten thousand dollar goal and we are not going to make it without your help give us a call 470-508-1160 470-508-1160 or give online the quest atlanta.com george thank you for checking in online and giving in honor of father peak Awesome. Thank you so much. I got another pledge coming in. I'll come back to that in a minute. Folks, here's where we're at. $10,000 goal, dollar matched dollar for dollar. It could be a $20,000 hour here, right here on the quest. If you call in and help us. So, so, so far $1,700 in our first half hour. So that's, there we go. Now we only need to do another $8,300 and we'll be there. And you know what? Just a few folks calling in, uh, you could do a dollar a day. And again, remember I mentioned if you gave a single gift, a uh, one-time gift in the last couple of days, would you consider calling back and making that a monthly gift? 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160 or online at thequestatlanta.com. $1,700 this hour, only $8,300 to go in the next 30 minutes. What's the math on that, Dom? How many, many dollars a minute do I, do I need to get for 8,330 minutes? You work on that. In the meantime, I'm going to go over to our guests. Father Kevin Peake was talking about Father Emil, uh, servant of God, Father Emil Capon, uh, in the first half hour. We're now going to do, uh, s- head over to Father Charles Bird, who is in studio, um, and you're going to talk a little bit about the Georgia Martyrs. Sure. Um, you know, a lot of times people will look at um, the Hispanic history of the United States of America and they look at the West Coast and they see these missions that are standing and they think, what a rich, wonderful history that is. And it is, that's true. But 200 years prior to that, there were Spanish missions in what is today Georgia. It was a part of La Florida at the time. And in 1597, there were five Franciscans who were martyred for the faith as they were serving the Wale people in what is today the coast of Georgia. Of course, the colony of Georgia was founded many, many years later. But um, they have a great story to tell. They served the Wale Native Americans who... um, who were eventually wiped out in a kind of pogrom for of genocide and essentially they you know they are no more and uh, these missions are lost missions and so this history is a long time ago in a land not so very far away uh but it it is a kind of uh, a wonderful story that even georgians don't know in part because it's just not taught in our schools but uh, they were there was a story of the Wale Native Americans. The Wale people had come to Christ through the preaching of the Franciscans who lived in their various um, villages uh, and cities. And they went in alone and um, barefoot. And they had no soldiers and they had no one coercing anyone to convert. And they b- began to build missions among the Wale. And the Wale began to convert, and they uh, were Catholic and spent generations being Catholic, built beautiful churches. And um, But there was a young prince who was the heir apparent for the Wale, for the head Miko or chief, and he was um, someone who decided he was going to get married to two women. And uh, there, there, it fell upon the Franciscans there to defend the sacrament of marriage. And they said, well, you know, you can get married to two women, but you, you won't be Catholic if you do that. And that meant that he was not ultimately chosen or accepted as the head chief. And so there was a rebellion. And in this rebellion in the year 1597, uh, in the month of September, there were five priests over the course of four different uh, villages 
who were martyred, and there was one who was a confessor. And they were all Spanish missionaries, and they had come from Spain in the middle of the Spanish Renaissance, and they probably knew people like uh, Teresa of Avila and uh, John of the Cross and Victoria, and uh, they were living at a time, really a zenith time uh, of Spanish culture. And it was a time of exploration, and it was a time of um, world, you know, this just an exciting time to be alive. And, and, and these, there were great things happening in the universities. And these men came to what is today coastal Georgia to, be, to live among the Wale people. And the Wale were, I think they are a people who deserve to be remembered. They are, uh, um, you know, uh, to me, they're our fellow Catholics. And, uh, but it's interesting, like the earliest and first book that was written in what is today the United States of America was a primer and a cate catechism in the language of the Wale. You know, but it's just a story that's, that's unknown and forgotten. And so there's an effort uh, by, the art, by the Diocese of Savannah to promote the cause uh, towards the beatification of these servants of God and their Pedro de Corpa and companions, and the companions are Blas de Rodriguez and Antonio de Badajos and Miguel de Anon and Francisco de Verascola. They were all men, middle-aged men. Francisco was about the youngest at 33. They were men in their vicar who were cut down and tortured and uh, suffered for the faith, the Catholic faith in, in, today, in what is today Georgia. And they deserve to be known. Uh, their stories, it's an epic story. Uh, and, you know, it would make a great film. And uh, um, so anyway, I mean, I could talk about it for days, so you don't have to tell me when, when you want me to shut up. <laughs> no, never. I don't ever want you to shut up. <laughs> Uh, I want to continue the story, but folks, we're going to need to put some more quarters in the machine here. 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. Give us a shout. Help us continue towards this goal of $10,000 this hour in honor of the saints, in honor of uh, Father Emil Capon, in honor of Padre de Corpo, uh, Father pa Padre de Corpo, who are the other ones? Pedro de Corpo and Companions. Pedro de Corpo. Yep. He uh, was a padre, but his name is Pedro. Padre Pedro. Yeah, the Padre go. Pedro. De Copro and Companions. Or give online at thequestatlanta.com, thequestatlanta.com. If you're listening on the mobile app, just take a look at your phone and hit that donate button. Um, and you can give there or give that call, 470-508-1160. Let me give you a little update where we're at, and we're going to head back to some, some more on the Georgia martyrs, um, George checked in in, in honor of Father Peak. So, George, thank you so much for your gift. Also, uh, Margaret Mary giving on uh, online. So, Margaret, or sorry, Mary Margaret, thank you so much for your gift. Denise checked in and said, "My awesome brother, Father Peak, who gives so tirelessly to all, must be a sister." Uh, yeah, a little shout out to her. She's a great teacher and a uh, little under the weather right now. So, anybody think anybody out there who's got a little extra prayer time, say a prayer for Denise. Let's say a prayer right now, Father, Please, for Denise. Lord God, we thank you for all the generous sacrifices that our Catholic school teachers make, um, especially Denise. Uh, we pray for all those who are suffering and just continuing to bear their crosses in the effort to uh, educate our kids uh, and put their needs before their own. Um, may you bless all those teachers and uh, let their work bring abundant return to the church and to our world 30 60 and 100 fold and lord i ask deliverance for denise's ailments um and that she may uh find healing and peace and be uh returned to full vigor in her work we ask this through christ jesus our lord amen, amen. amen. thank you appreciate that thank you denise for that and father yeah thank you for the prayer also a gift from here from maria a very nice gift thank you to father bird Amen. So there you go. Father in studio, Father Kevin Peak and Father Charles Bird. We are eking up towards our goal. Let me give you an update. I got to scroll up on the screen here. We are at 2,810 towards our $10,000 goal. Did you figure out our math on that, Dom, yet? Hey, <laughs> Dom, what, what are you doing? What's our math? If I, <clears throat> if I need to get another, let's see, 7,200 in the next, what do I got? 
18. 18 minutes. So what's what's the math on that? Go ahead and pull that up and give me a report in a little bit. Uh, we need to keep moving forward towards that goal. 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. Or give online thequestatlanta.com. All right. I got another quarter of the machine so we can talk a little more about the Georgia Martyrs. Uh, Father Charles Bird, give us some, some more of the stories of, of the, the saints, uh, uh, companions of Pedro de Corpo. Well, um, one of the things that's sort of exciting right now, because the cause is at the Vatican, uh, they've recently, there's a lot of artwork that's all around the, the state of Georgia that's being commissioned by parishes all over the state. And because the missions are, for the, lo- for the most part, lost, there's only one of them where they know where it used to be, right? I mean, there's really not the traditional thing, like with Father Capon, you can go to the church, and you can pray at the tomb. And, you know, there is a kind of location, and there's a, something concrete. Well, where the Georgia martyrs, they were, they were scattered, they were lost, they were planted like unseen seed. Uh, and, you know, I think they're still blessing us in, in, here in Georgia as our as our church grows, and as our church grows in many ways through a lot of Hispanic culture. Uh, but but there's no one place where you can go. So there's a lot of effort on a part of a lot of parishes all over the state to commission original art, which I think is exciting, so that people can become aware of the Georgia Martyrs. So in many different parishes, uh, Holy Spirit is doing one, uh, St. Luke's did one, Our Lady of the Mountains did one, Mary Our Queen did one, St. Francis of Assisi in Cartersville. Um, um, St. Anthony and Blue Ridge there are all these and Father Tim Hepburn out at St. Greg uh, Michaels is doing one in Gainesville so there's just and they just put in a new bas relief down in Darien so there's just a lot of original art that's being that's kind of exciting to watch artists all over the country uh, create art there was a Texas artist who did an icon for the Archbishop recently there's some original pencil drawings of the martyrs that's now in St. Joseph's and Macon. So that's it's kind of an exciting part of the project. Because you, I don't know, it's difficult to have a devotion to vague concepts. You need something tangible. And so they're, the artists are helping us imagine, I say they're helping us imagine the the martyrs because we really have no image of them. So they're, so they're sort of bringing about a kind of iconographic recognition of these men. So, wow, that's uh, I mean that's pretty cool. And actually, we get to see the church in in progress, right? I mean the the uh, what is the seedbed of the of, of the martyrs, right? Uh, the church is blood of, blood of the blood martyrs. Of martyrs is the seedbed of faith. Is that what the the phrase goes? The blood of martyrs, the seedbed of faith, or the seedbed of the church, and uh, and to really see that uh, you know we're, we're talking about basically. I'm not. I'm not a theologian, and I'm not. A, I can't definitively say anything. But these are both probably martyrs within the church uh, to a degree. The church is saying they're servant of God, and so they've given their life for others. Yes, right. Both, mm-hmm. both. I think you could say that about about Father Capon and about the martyrs as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, people can split hairs about well, did they give their faith? life for the faith or did they give it for marriage or you know so that's that's a discussion that's going on now and one of the things with the georgia martyrs is there's this um there's the political sort of question about you know with everybody tearing down statues of father Unibero Serra right now like what is what does that mean for the cause of the georgia martyrs and i i hope it means that we can let those martyrs be a voice for us in all of that conversation because you know it wasn't as if the wale all turned on the martyrs and tried to kill them the wale invited the franciscans back mm-hmm. they 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 were proud of these of these five priests so one of the uh, one of the reasons we know what happened to them because uh, was there was a, a one man who was a confessor. His name was Francisco de Avila, and Francisco de Avila, uh, he he was instead of being murdered, he was captured and tortured, uh, and he he went to Havana, and a bishop there basically ordered him to write down the story of the martyrs, and that's why we know what happened to them. So there, 
they're just very quiet men. They're men who, you know, we would almost not know about them at all were it not for sort of one bishop commanding the survivor to write down the story. Wow. Well, folks, uh, giving you a little update, this is our pledge drive, the Quest Atlanta, our theme, saints, heroes for all time. And we're hearing about two great saints, Father Emil Capon, no, more than two, many, many great saints, Father Emil Capon, and uh, the companions of Pedro de Corpo, the Georgia Martyrs. In studio right now, Father Kevin Peak and Father Charles Bird. My name is Steve Sponskowski, together along with Dom Volano. And this is our final hour of our second day of our pledge drive. We have a $10,000 goal, and we just received a, a gift from Susan. Uh, thank you, uh, Susan, for that wonderful gift. And also Kelso, giving in honor of Father Bird. Uh, thank you for your gifts, helping us move a little more inch, a little toward our goal. Uh, and we are at... $2,885. I'm going to change my math on you every time, Dom. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, so we need another $7,000 in the next 42 minutes. It's another $7,000 in the next 42 minutes. You got a number for me? And at the end of the hour, it's a big number. But if we can get $550 per minute, that would be <laughs> a big, I'll make a big difference for this, for this hour. But I don't yeah. think we can make it for that. For um, the end of this hour, but for the next wait hour, a minute. What did you did? You just lack faith, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> I can continue to have faith in our listeners because you don't have to uh, pledge just now, but you need to make the money work for you because this is going to help out the station. We have a lot of expenses, and for this hour only, we are matching dollar for dollar up to ten thousand dollars, and so make that money make make your money work. Um, it really helps us out, and if you cannot. Uh, you can you can continue to support just by listening, by sharing with friends and family to support the quest. All right, I'm just gonna mess. I'm just gonna change things up on your Adam because I just got a gift. I just got a very large gift. Praise God. To help here, Barbara just called in and gave a very nice gift. Barbara, thank you so much. We're going to change our that's going to change our numbers right now. That's going to get us almost to the halfway mark. Wow! All right, folks. So we thank are you, Barbara. we are we are at just I'm going to say, we're going to round up. We're at five thousand dollars this hour. We have a ten thousand dollar goal. We need your call four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Halfway to our ten thousand dollar goal. This is a dollar for dollar match this hour with your gift you can give online at thequestatlanta.com or on that mobile app in studio right now with father kevin peak and father charles bird father kevin yeah as we're talking about saints uh and you mentioned a few minutes ago about something about progress and and progressing through time and whatnot it got me thinking john paul ii said right before the turn of the century that this century was going to be the century of the laity you know, when you look back, many of the saints, even the ones that we've been talking about here today, were uh, priests or religious, uh, you know, somehow committed and dedicated to the life of the church uh, uh, solely. Um, but John Paul II brought a lot more attention to the work of the laity and the, and the contribution of the laity into the holiness of the church and of our world. And he said this century in particular was going to be the century of the laity. And um, we see that already, just 20 years in, partly because of the um, difficulties within the, uh, within the hierarchy of the church, but, um, but partly because even things like COVID uh, you know, have, have just forced us to learn our faith more and to, to have to work harder to access and connect and, and learn. And so things like the Quest Radio uh, becomes become valuable contributions to the sanctity of the laity, uh, to building up their knowledge and building up their, their life uh, and their example. Um, so yeah, this is, this is crucial um, to that uh, process and to the fulfillment of the prophecy of the great Saint John Paul II. Well, I would add to that that John Paul II was named after uh, was named Carol, and he was named after Blessed Carl uh, von Habsburg, and his wife Zita uh, were the last emperor. He was the last emperor of of Austria Hungary, Austria Hungary, and we're also having commissioned a, a wonderful portrait of Carl and Zita, great lay people, great married couple, great lay 
Luke, great example of lay, lay leadership. And, uh, and John Paul II was actually named after him so, and beatified him. So. Amen. You know, I was uh, in this spring, I was in Billings, Montana for a pledge drive with the Billings Catholic Radio and uh, the bishop. I have to look up his name. Bishop of the Diocese came on with me and he said on the radio, Catholic radio is the primary means of evangelization. It is the primary means, he said, of evangelization because people listen, they hear the word, and they respond. And so when we've had, I've worked with bishops for years who have just, you know, talking about uh, the Catholic radio is the bishop's best friend. Uh, and in, in, there's so many stories, uh, so many priests have told me that about 25% of the people in their RCIE programs are coming from Catholic radio. Wow. They walk in the door. Uh, so it's just, we're, we are here to, at the service of the church, at the service of our bishops, of our, at the service of our priests. And again, fathers, thank you so much for all that you do for us, uh, bringing us the sacraments uh, and, and really just being that, giving your life for the church and for us and our families. Uh, we are honored to be part of this work. We are honored to be able to be part of this work of evangelization. And as Pope John Paul II would say, evangelization is the work, primary work of the laity. Primarily it is our work and we have to do our part so you can do your part. Mm -hmm. um, and so thank you for being here and being in the studio, helping us do this work. And folks, thank you for calling in. I'd like to thank Christine for calling in. And giving her gift, you can join Christine, Denise, Maria, Susan, Kelso, Barbara by calling 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160 or giving online at thequestatlanta.com. Phone lines are still ringing, so I'm waiting for your call. 470-508-1160. We have four phone lines, folks, so you don't have to worry about plugging up. Although a blitz would be really nice. That means that four people call in right now and blitz the phone lines. So then you'd be on hold. We could try that. Are there four of you out there listening right now? Give us a call. 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. You can't blitz the internet, but you can also give us a gift there. Thequestatlanta.com. Here's where we're at. Well, actually, we're still at the $5,000 mark because I rounded up a little bit. So we're halfway there, and I've got six minutes left. So I only need, I just need $1,000 a, a minute. $1,000 a minute. Oh, that's nothing. Mother Angelica said, the Lord has lots of money. Guess what? It's in your pockets, that's folks. The Lord has given you money. Have you, been, have you received $1,000 that you didn't expect? Well, guess what? It was for the quest. The Lord sent it to you, and he wants you. He probably did this, actually. He probably gave you 2000 He only wants you to give half to the quest. So give us a call, 470-508-1160. Folks, it has happened so many times in my life that I've received a gift, and it was because I gave somewhere else, and the Lord said, no, here's the replenishing of your savings account. What do you got in your savings account? Give some of it to the quest, 470-508-1160, or give online, thequestatlanta.com. Father Charles, what do you think? I think that's wonderful. I was in Rome for part of my seminary training, and uh, there was a time that I was uh, preached on the Vatican radio because they would do the mass, and they would uh, we would do the Sunday mass, but and then they would televise it or broadcast it, uh, you know, a day or two later. So we were always doing the Sunday mass before before Sunday. It was kind of strange, but you know, I wondered sometimes. Those words that you preach, because, you know, you have no idea where they were going out to the world, really, and uh, often to places where Catholics are few and far between. And uh, so, yeah, it's a good it's a good medium for evangelization. We are here for you. We are here for you driving in the radio. We are here for you listening in the closet. I had a phone call from a lady one time said, I am a closet Catholic listener because my family is not Catholic, but I am so interested in what you guys teach. So I'm literally listening in the closet right now. I said, you know what? Come out of the closet. Come out of the closet and come into the church. Well, I can tell you I'm a convert, so you can convert. <laughs> That's right. You know, and we are so honored to be a part of the lives of our brothers and sisters who are not part of the Catholic Church. You know, we were talking about that this morning. Sometimes in the, outside of the church, it's like, well, people hate the Catholic Church, but we don't hate you. You know, we are sad that our Christian brothers and sisters, that we're not united. We want to be that one holy Catholic apostolic church. We want to be united with you. We are so sad that we're not united. Join us. Come back. We have so much in common. Matter of fact, honestly, when we sit down and talk, there's very few things we don't have in common uh, if we could talk about it. So 
Come together, give us a call, 470-508-1160, or give online to thequestatlanta.com. We really want to be together. We want to enjoy each other's presence in heaven, in the eternal kingdom. Yes. Amen. All right, folks, I just got a call here, an online gift actually from Mary Lou, and it is another leadership gift. Mary Lou, thank you so much for that online gift. That's going to get us really close uh, to uh, about halfway to the halfway point, So, or past the halfway point. Uh, let me get up to the top of my page. Here it is. Okay, we are at $7,000 this hour wow. for our $10,000 goal. I only need another $3,000. And I got, well, kind of three minutes, right? It's right. it's four fifty-eight. So I'm just going to round down to three <laughs> minutes. And uh, we got we need $1,000 a minute to get to that $10,000 goal. And this will be a $20,000 hour, folks, because it's going to be matched dollar for dollar right here for the work at the Quest. Give us a call, folks, 470 470- Five zero eight eleven sixty, or give online thequestatlanta.com. Polly, thank you for your very generous gift. We sure appreciate that. That's going to get us a little bit closer to our goal. So keep calling in, folks. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Maybe I need I need uh, the Padres here to give the phone number out. That, then then people will call. Uh, so so Father Kevin, give us the phone number. That is four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Bring it home. Or online at thequestatlanta.com. And Father Charles, what's the number? 470 All right. If you're a member of All Saints Parish or Mary Our Queen Parish or Our Lady of the Mountains, if you uh, are familiar with the wonderful being work being done in prison ministry, hospital ministry, or if you're part of the armed forces, first of all, thank you for your service. Help us to continue to bring the gospel message of peace and joy to the world. 470-508-1160 or online, thequestatlanta.com. I just have a couple of minutes left to the top of the hour. Fathers, I need one of you to give me a blessing, and then we're going to leave this in the Lord's hands for that gift. Here's, here's the, what I need, folks. I need, well, I need $3,000. So give me a call. <laughs> I need $3,000 to get to $10,000. That's, that's not. I mean, two $1,500 gifts, three $1,000 gifts. But uh, who would like to? Who's our senior priest? All right, all right, Father Charles Bird, uh, close us in a blessing. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Kevin Peake and Father Charles Bird, thank you so much for being here with us this hour. Thank you, brother. All right. All right, folks. Great being with you. 470-508-1160 or online, thequestatlanta.com. We do need your calls Help us get to that $10,000 goal again, just $3,000 to go. You are listening to AM 1160 WCFO, East Point, Atlanta, The Quest. <laughs> 